0: Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. I'm Cynthia Chaplin, and this is Voices. Every Wednesday, I will be sharing conversations with international wine industry professionals, discussing issues in diversity, equity, and inclusion through their personal experiences working in the field of wine. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate our show wherever you get your pods. Hello, and welcome to Voices. Today, I'm very happy to welcome Salvatore Evangelista to the show. He is the company representative from Terre d'Ione, di the winery that won best white wine at this year's edition of Five Star Wine, The Selection. So welcome to the show. Thank you for coming and congratulations.
1: Thank you, thank you. Maybe may weird.
0: Well, we know that Terre d'Ione di is in Piña, in Campania, and the Carpenito family has been growing grapes there for about 150 years, but it wasn't until 2006 that they decided to make their own wines. So can you tell us a little bit about the history of the cantina and why they decided to start making wines?
1: Uh yes of course so the uh, the property uh, is actually owned by the family Carpinito family which they are originally from this small town in Irpinia in the province of Illino, which the name of the town is actually Tufò that's where the uh, the uh, actually the epicenter of the the Greco di Tufò comes from you know there are uh Altogether, are the eight commons uh, around the Tufo that they are able to make the DOCG uh, Greco di Tufo. But as the, the name says, the Tufo is the you know, the pinnacle for the area, and the, the Greco uh, itself, the uh, the, the grape Greco, as you uh, can, uh, the the sound girl you know, goes Greco is uh, actually. One of those grape varietals came from the Greek people. That came from uh, from Greece back, you know, let's say, one thousand years before Rome was created. So just like the Greco, which is a white varietal, the other uh, red the red varietal uh, is uh, Alianico. That also is a transformation for the word Hellenic. Uh, so it's uh, Hellenic became Alianico. So that's the uh, the nomenclature of the the both grapes. So the family Carpinito uh, you know, has the roots in this small village of Tufo, uh, back in the days, like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And uh, all of the ancestors are all made the wines uh, you know, for their own consumptions, uh, up to when uh, the uh, probably the grandfather of uh, Angelo Carpinito, which is actually the owner of the the, the, the the cantina and the vineyards start to uh, commercialize the wines. Uh, you know, of course, uh, in bulk back then. And then, when uh, uh, the the father, the grandfather, the father of Angelo start to steal the tradition of uh, sell wines uh, in bulk. But then uh, Angelo himself, back in the late eighties, start to uh, to bottle the wines. You know, you know uh, make the winery with you know the, the bottling line and all the the stuff you need to uh, your bottle, yeah. Uh, and then he, um, he started basically in the late 80s to, uh, you know, to make the wines that nowadays is still bottled with a little difference of label change in the, through the years. Uh, the new packaging that is actually now, the, the wine is uh, you know, commercialized right now, is, uh, just came to be uh, about two years ago with the new labeling and um, so on and so forth.
0: Well, the the wine that won the trophy is obviously your Greco C D-O-C-G, made with 100% native Greco grapes, as you said. And I really love this grape. It's a late ripener, and typically it gets a textural mouthfeel. It has a lot of structure to it. So can you tell us a little bit about the winemaking and the character of this wine that won the trophy?
1: Yes. uh, Yeah. So, uh, first of all, uh, as you know, the 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 best wines always uh, come to be for the best care of the vineyards. So, yeah, they they spend a lots of time in the vineyards with the the help of agronomists and uh, other people. They they work the vineyards uh, thoroughly throughout the year. uh, Yeah, doing some green harvest and doing uh, just. uh, take the best care uh, of the, the vineyards as, uh, as much as possible. When it comes to the winemaking, it's a very simple uh, process of uh, just uh, pick up the best grapes at the best ripening time, uh, weather permitting, of course, uh, just like you know, the maceration and the, you know, the keeping the you whole know, uh, temperature, uh, you know, fermentation, uh, you know, temperature control. The maceration takes just uh, takes only like a few days you know you, usually it's about six seven days of maceration and then just the uh, the most important thing is the temperature control and you very cleaning your uh, environment in the, in the in the in the winery
0: and of course uh, you're making this wine all in steel due to right
1: completely stainless steel yes so these uh, you know uh, this uh, grape is going to be very fresh very no wood uh, of no whatsoever uh,
0: Exactly. So when when I pour it into my glass, what do I smell? What do I get?
1: Well, it's, uh, first of all, the uh, you know, the fact that the 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 the, cool, the way it's called Tufo Tufo is actually uh, the kind of soil. You know, tufo is uh, you know, is very well known uh, in the the, uh, the entire region because the entire region of Campania is a volcanic region. Uh, everywhere in Campania, mostly Campania, everywhere in Campania uh the Romans used to call Campania Felix because uh wherever you are uh, you you grow anything you know not just uh, you know, grapes you know vegetables uh you know, back then they have the uh the tomatoes, but when the tomatoes arrived from South America, look up happened, you know even the tomato itself they found the best location in the uh, behind the other side of uh, Mount Vesuvius and the uh, Marzano even the tomatoes found their uh, you know, the best soil to go was there, so it's like you know, it's a land kissed by God, and uh, the volcanic soil makes the you know, the entire difference. And uh, when it comes to grapes, just like the in this case, a uh, specific case, the Greco, uh, yes, it's a very very mineral kind of terroir, and uh, you know those minerals that uh, you know that. You can actually feel both in the in the in the nose and in the mouth. That's the first thing you actually the minerality is there, and of course it's as a floral uh, uh, you know, bouquet and has all uh, the zesty flavors of uh, you know, the, the minerals that you can feel tingles on the on the tongue. That's yeah, a beautiful so, yeah, description so,
0: of a, of a Greco di Tufo. That's it's yes, so true. Because, that so, yeah,
1: because in the same time, if you actually plant this exact uh, varietal anywhere else in Italy, yeah, you will get the you yeah, the good wine, but yeah, there will be missing a good uh, yeah, other things. So yeah,
0: how old are your vines?
1: The vines are like yeah, you know, there all together are ten hectares of, uh, of vines very 50 percent of you know, actually even more 60 percent of those mines are old Greco and uh, average age is about uh, you know, uh, 12 years there' are some older so about average 12 years
0: I know Terry day has branched out also into hospitality um, what what sort of facilities and events are you doing can our listeners come and visit you
1: of course yes they are uh, you know, about five years ago we open up uh, the the uh, Above, you know, a section above the winery, which is a different structure, has a beautiful, uh, uh about I would say, in, uh, let's say, square feet is about, uh, you know, 600 square No, actually, sorry, you know, 6,000 square feet is, uh, you know, I was about to say 600, it's 6,000 square feet.
0: That's
1: so huge. It's nice <laughs> yes, it's has nice. Yes, so, you know, it has like a nice, uh, you know, kitchen area where you know, we prepare uh, you know, with the local chef from the town comes here prepare uh, you know, I prepare uh, you know, local foods with uh, everything grown in the area vegetables and uh, you know meats and stuff and uh yeah well, of course with our own wines uh, people can uh, go to uh, the website com, right and we can yeah uh, you know, we can uh, there is all kind of events they they can join Perfect. or we can just yeah uh, you know, if they want somebody wants just to make uh, a special event just on their own. They can just, uh, you know,
0: we're going to try and get some people down to Irpinia to see you uh, down to, to That fall.
1: would be wonderful. <laughs>
0: um, I know you're also making grappa and spumante with Greco now. Whose idea was this? How how's the feedback been on on the grappa and the spumante?
1: Yes, we have the the the, the grappa. Yeah, the I mean the spumante with the Greco is uh, uh, with the Greco, but we actually uh, we are trying to make uh, yeah because to make spumante. Here is it will be like kind of like the Prosecco kind of method, you yeah? know. Martinotti. Uh, Martin. So, right, the yes. Yeah. Uh, so we'll uh, right now we delegate that one. You know, we bring the grapes to another facility that does that. You know, by which we will make more here you know, once we have our own, uh, you know, um, uh, facility. Thanks. Everything. Uh, the yes. Tanks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. But it's actually an interesting project because yes, we're done in a small amount and uh, you know the. The results were wonderful. You know, Greco is really great also for bollicine, I would say, uh, bubbles. Mm-hmm. So we will definitely make more.
0: Perfect. How high up are your vineyards?
1: It's about you know, 600 meters from sea level.
0: Uh, they'll be great for a spumante. That sounds amazing. Uh, it if is. You still have it is. that nice acidity.
1: Of course, yes. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, and And that's why we'll... Uh, I love it, I would like to, to see Angelo make more, more and more, <laughs> because I will, I will, I'm a good consumer myself. So it like. sounds
0: delicious. I'm going to have to come and try it. <laughs>
1: sure. So
0: how about the grappa? What's happening? The grappa
1: with that? is, uh, yeah, you just, uh, yeah, we don't make, of course, here. We we are bring the vinace, which uh, is uh, we bring to, uh, to a local uh, you know, distillery, and then they make grappa. So, I think yep. many
0: people who are listening to us don't know that it's against the law to make grappa at a winery. You can't distill things at a winery. You have to take it, the product, to the distillery and they do it for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Unless you make a very, very small quantity for your know, just personal consumption. But it's like you, know, you make just a few bowls, but with a you know, small alembic. But if you want to make a few bowls, you know, then you got to go through the. Uh, the network of the the licensed distillery, and then they gotta put the stamp, and you gotta pay on the fees and the the achisa, you know, the um the all other things.
0: Yes, Italy likes taxes. There's always going to be tax. Um, is it yeah, worth it? What's course. how's it how's it in the glass when, when I've got my Greco Grappa? How is it? What color well, is it? Um, First of all, is it? Greco any-
1: Grappa is very smooth. Uh, yeah, it's very smooth. It's just uh, um. When it comes to grappa, uh, if somebody is uh, you know very, I uh, say, you know, a, 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 a connoisseur of grappa can detect the difference. You know, if somebody just like drinks grappa once in a while, you know, maybe they don't know, but you, you got to be, you know, your palate needs to be very you know, trained for grappa. But it's very smooth. It's like, you know, it doesn't give you uh, the most important for spirits, especially like spirits like grappa, you know, I think the key word is smoothness. yes you don't want that burning harsh the burning like the throat that is burning yeah so that's probably definitely
0: wine to wine business forum everything you need to get ahead in the world of wine supersize your business network share business ideas with the biggest voices in the industry join us in verona on november 13 to 14 2023 Tickets available now at pointwine.net. Well, these are both really interesting. I'm going to have to come back. I love your piña. I, I need to come and see you. But um, before I let you go, let me just ask you, you know, sort of your thoughts about your piña at the moment. It's it's one of those places when I'm talking to my clients and, you know, outside of Italy, they don't know where it is. it is. It's hard to explain it. And we have such amazing wines coming from there now. You know, you won a trophy. Lots of um, producers really creating excellent wines. What's your strategy to sort of put your piña on the map? When, when I'm telling my clients in New York, they should buy Campania wine and it should be your wine. How are we going to get their attention and, and get these wines on the map?
1: Well, in general, as I said before, Campania is... Uh, First of all, yeah, you know, everybody knows that yeah, uh, you know, Roman Empire, Rome was the capital of uh you know, the empire of course. But probably not too many people knows that actually the Roman Empire basically started more in the Campania than Rome itself, because Naples, which is actually was a Greek uh, you know, city, one of the, uh, the top Greek city on the on the south of Italy, the, the Greek people came from, you know, it was Sicily it was all, you know, uh, Calabria, yeah, you know. but Naples was like the you know, the metropolis of uh, of the Greek uh, Italy back then. And uh, uh, back in the, the north part of Italy, in the, the central part of Italy, was the Etruscans. So the Etruscans and the, the Greeks basically they joined forces. Even Pompeii itself, Pompeii itself was actually an Etruscan cities. Uh, no, that's no even. Many people know that before it was uh, the rapture. So the, the, the connection between the Romans and the Etruscans was actually made uh, here in Campania. And uh, as a fact, it was probably just like down the road here in, uh, in that small town. It's called Capua. Capua means like the head. So basically that's what's actually Capua was. The general uh, headquarters of uh, the Roman uh, army was in Capua. It's only like uh, by car. Campania was basically uh, before Roman Empire was. Campania was like yeah, the stronghold of uh, of the empire.
0: Well, I and think the, this is uh, the story we have to get out there. This yes. this history. And, uh, you know,
1: Napoli, Napoli being like one thousand years old, the people be one thousand years, years older than Rome itself, and the, the, the wines of uh, were produced here. Pina area it too for itself is only like about 35-40 minutes from Napoli and many people go to visit Napoli, but people go to visit Pompeii uh, so they can use a short, uh, you know, a short ride to come to Irpina and discover this wonderful area.
0: And it is beautiful. I've been many times, it's one of my favorite areas um, in Campania. And the views are stunning. The landscape is beautiful. But I, th- yeah. I think you've put your finger on it. We have to do more storytelling about Campania and Irpina because this is this is history. This is fantastic. And these ancient wines that have been there for such a long time, this is how we're going to get people buying Campania wine.
1: Yes. just you know, Even though the microclimate here is completely different because we're talking about... Uh, when in the in the like in the regular times of the year, even in the summer times, it's always about ten degrees, uh, almost ten degrees Celsius difference between the uh, you know, the the down in Naples area to up here because it's high way up. You're That's so why, lucky. Uh, you know, it's it's so
0: this- thirty seven degrees in Verona today.
1: Wow! Yeah, yeah. So that's why there's this, this uh, kind of uh, climate difference between the the winter, the, or the night and days. So that's what makes the grapes you know growing you know, in a perfect condition.
0: Well, I can't wait to come back and visit your piña again, and I'm going to have to come and see Terra di Aione. I haven't been there yet, so I have something to look forward to, that Spumante Greco di Tufo. Uh, so I just want to congratulate you once again on your trophy and your wonderful wine, and I hope everyone who's listening will come down there to see you soon.
1: Thank you very much, and we look forward to see you soon.
0: You're welcome. Ciao, okay. Salvatore. Grazie mille. bye Nice
1: ciao. to talk to you. You Bye-bye. too.
0: Ciao, ciao.